Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Episode number 37 of the Rosie Report regular season roundup weekend recap edition. Great to have you with us. Jim Rosenhouse along with you today as we recap the weekend. Milwaukee coming to town and they took two out of three from the Guardians winning Friday night by a, a lopsided score. Seven to one was the final Friday night. But then the Guardians bouncing back Saturday with a four to two win before Milwaukee won in extra innings. On Sunday, five to four in ten. Coming up later on in the podcast, we'll hear from General Manager Mike Chernoff as he'll fill us in on uh, some of the things going on with the ball club. But first, a look back at the weekend, and we take you back to Saturday. Nice day for David Fry, who in limited playing time has really come through when called upon, and that was the case again on Saturday, making his first start in right field, and had a chance to visit with him prior to the game, and he said. Maybe he had played 20 games total during his minor league career in the outfield, but really hadn't played the outfield much aside from that. Maybe a little bit in Little League, but outside of those 20 minor league games, the start in right field on Saturday was the first in a long time. And wouldn't you know it, first inning, line drive right at him, uh, hit hard with some knuckleball tendencies, had to move over to try and make the catch, and he dropped it for an error, got a glove on it, but was charged with an error, but then recovered on a busy afternoon out there in right field and made all the plays after that. And after the game, he talked about not only a big base hit later on in the game that put the Guardians in front for good, but also the start that he had to his day and how he recovered. What's going through your mind when the first you know, four balls hit are, are to you out there in right field? Yeah, they, uh, they say the ball's always going to find you. After that first one, I was kind of hoping for a couple more to – kind of make up for it. But, you know, luckily Bobby was kind of shoving today and picked me up when I missed that one. I was glad to get the first one out of the way. When you do get that hit, is it sort of a relief too to just think back and try to make up for it, like you said before, whatever uh, the error in the first inning? Yeah, I mean, a little bit. You try to you try to just move on and put it behind you. But, yeah, you definitely think about it, like kind of making up for it. So it was nice to get that hit. Relaxing for you in the, you know, in the sixth inning, when you had been up in the fourth inning with a chance to sort of redeem yourself and you had struck out with the bases loaded, did that sort of, you know, sort of reset it for you as you came up in the sixth? Yeah, it was, uh, it was glad to get another opportunity with runners on and uh, they brought in that righty for me and I was just hoping to kind of stay through the middle and uh, put, put something in play and get that run in and was able to do it. So 
Well, just one of those where they always say that the ones right out here are the hardest to read. Yeah, it was. Uh, he actually hit it really weird. He kind of hit a knuckler. It was the, the exact first one you want out there, and it was kind of knuckled and dropped right in front of me, and just I missed it. First thing that goes through your head when you learned you'd be starting the ring field today. Yeah, he took he brought it up yesterday in the dugout when I was actually about to go pinch hit, and I was like, "All right, sweet, let's do it. Why not?" And I, I was more excited for the opportunity, just try to show play as many spots as possible. That's David Fry, who really has become a useful player. He's caught, he's played the corner positions on the infield and right field on Saturday, and he got through it after uh, the tough start. He really came on and, and played well out there and also contributed at the plate. So he was a big part of the win on Saturday. Then on Sunday, the Guardians dropping that 5-4 to four ball game to Milwaukee. Owen Miller, the former Guardian, who's now with Milwaukee, came up with a game-winning double in the top half of the 10th inning. After the game, Terry Francona weighed in and talked about the start for Aaron Savali, who for the most part was pretty sharp again. For boom, 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 end up being three runs. Then they gave up a single run. But actually, okay, I mean, just, you know... It, it ends up being four runs. Thought he threw the ball very well. Thought the ball came out of his hand good. He's spinning it extremely well. It just, just there was a that sequence there where he missed three straight hitters and it really cost him. Well, he he's impressive. You know, he's got that power cutter. And and when there's start, you start to get runners on. He really pounds it down. And it's heavy, and it's it's there's some power to it. He, he's impressive. What were you told with the uh, interference? And why did that come from their side? Well, that's kind of what I ask. Um, and again, it, I've known Lance a long time. I have a real good relationship with him, so I feel like I can ask him things. And when they go ask, I'm always okay with that because that's not the worst thing. I just think when they make the call from out there from 100, 110 feet away, you you better be sure. I don't, I don't, from what I saw, I don't see how they could know that. That That's a hard one to swallow there. That's a tough one. And that's all I was trying to tell Lance. That's Tito talking about the loss yesterday, Sunday, against uh, the Milwaukee Brewers. Now an off day today before the team resumes action tomorrow night in Kansas City. We had a chance to visit with Mike Chernoff, the general manager, on Saturday. And we talked to him about how the front office is approaching a young starting rotation that features three rookies right now and has had some other rookies working their way in and out of that rotation and how they plan to get through the entire season with such a young starting rotation. I don't know that we plan for this. You know, you you do try to prepare, and, and we thought a lot about the depth that we had. We felt like the strength of our system was in our upper levels, especially with our upper level pitching. So I think we had a sense that a lot of the guys that we're now seeing in the big leagues were ready or close to ready, but we weren't expecting them to maybe make an impact like they have this early in the season. Unfortunately, we've had some injuries to some of our veteran guys, and that's opened up opportunities for these young guys. And so, you know, that presents its own set of challenges, but it's also it's been great to see those guys start to get acclimated up here and really build a baseline up here. And it seems like holding their own is a good description of, of what they're doing. At times, it's been really, really good. Um, has that part surprised you at all, or, or are there some things happening on the development side that, 
that can indicate good performance at this level? I, I would say both. I mean, it really, one of our biggest, or I would say two of our biggest challenges are when you have young pitchers like this that haven't thrown a lot of innings, these guys have thrown between Logan Allen, Tanner Bybee, Gavin Williams. They haven't had more than about 150 com- innings each in the minor leagues. So really thinking about their workload is a big thing. The second thing is making sure that they continue to develop up here while they're pitching because they're not finished products by any means. Third part of it, though, is it's exciting. I mean, they, some of these guys have electric stuff, or in Logan's case, great command. And so I think that we are starting to see what the future of our rotation could look like. And to us, that's exciting. You see, you see pieces of that right now, but we're, we're excited about a bright future for these guys. So you mentioned workload, and I know Thomas talked about it with Tino a little bit. What are some of the options that you would have workload-wise to get you through the season, which still has more than halfway to go? Yeah, I mean, I think we'll cross that bridge as we get there with each guy. What we're trying to do is just monitor each guy day-to-day, how they recover from their start, you know, how they look within that start, how their velocity is trending. Um, and we can always make tweaks later, right, as we get into the deeper into the season. I'm sure these guys are going to start to just – that fatigue will set in for the first time as they get into a long season and build up, you know, closer to 150 or maybe even 200 innings for these guys. So we'll just monitor it day to day. We don't come in with any sort of restrictions or limits. We just see how their body is reacting and we'll make tweaks if we need to. So it's so much young pitching here. Uh, What has that done to the system? I know you signed a couple of veterans yesterday for Columbus. Um, What are you able to do to, to keep that coming if needed? Well, the goal is to always have a consistent pipeline of pitching. Um, so, you know, a few things. One, we're, we hope to get Cal back pretty soon. He's going on a rehab start tomorrow. We hope Peyton Battenfield will come back soon. We have a couple of other guys who we've already seen glimpses of up here, like Hunter Gaddis, who's down in AAA. And then we actually have another wave of guys. Joey Cantillo is a really exciting young p- pitcher in AAA um, whose velocity continues to creep up since when we got him. He's got a great changeup and other good secondary pitches. So we feel like, you know, it's our job to replenish that pipeline. And while we feel like we have, you know, helped the major league team with these young guys, we also feel like we have a wave coming after that, too. Stay tuned. We'll have more with Mike Chernoff after this short break. Welcome back to Guardians Warm-Up. Mike Chernoff, Guardians General Managers, joining us as the Guardians get ready to take on the Brewers. I'd like to focus on on pick out a player and and focus on their path uh, occasionally. Angel De Los Santos has done a real nice job in the Guardians bullpen, and I know he was a, a minor league free agent sign heading into last season. What do you see then that, that might indicate what he's doing now? Yeah, you know, those are those are interesting ones. We actually spend a lot of time in the offseason thinking about the target minor league free agents that we want to bring into camp. We, we never want to bring in so many guys that we can't evaluate them in camp, so we try to limit it to, a, you know, maybe a few guys or a handful of guys where we see some indicators, and we saw that with Angel just in terms of some of his peripheral performance, the velocity. Um, we felt like he was a guy who in the right environment could thrive in a one-inning setting. And early on in spring, we started to see that a little bit. And then, you know, we ended up bringing him up here early in the season last year. And he's just taken off since he's gotten here. I mean, he's been able – you never know how a reliever is going to do. Even when he's got great stuff like Angel, when he's put in pressure situations – but he's responded tremendously, and he's he's worked his way deeper and deeper into games and really been an asset for Tito in the bullpen. It's general manager Mike Chernoff, and that's going to put a lid on episode number 37 of the Rosie Report, regular season roundup. Off date today, the team back in action Tuesday night in Kansas City, the start of a six-game road swing, three in KC, and then 
3 at Wrigley Field in Chicago next weekend. So we'll join you again on Wednesday with a recap of Tuesday night's action in KC. Until then, this is Jim Rosenhouse, as always, thanking you for downloading and listening to The Rosie Report.